Hey everyone, Jim Phoenix here, and we've got our 38th episode of Streaming Demons coming up, where we discuss none other than Black Phone. That's our brand newsies out in the theaters now. Mommy Dearest, which I might have gotten the memo wrong and watched something with Tara Reid. And of course, Brannick, the box human, brought my soul to take. All this and more on the next Streaming Demons. But before we start... I want to say a very happy hello to our best super fan in Czech Republic, Emily. I uh, hit it. here and boy do we have an exciting episode for you we've got some cool cool movies coming up and we've got the coolest co-host in the entire known upside down right side up universe jm Brannick. say hello i feel like you're gonna ask me for a favor or something hello no not at all not at all but I do want to say a couple of things before we start, you know, the spiel of like, you know, something borrowed, something blue, something old, something new. If you are new to Streaming Demons, first of all, hi, how are you? Howdy. If, hey, and if you're old, you might know that we had a friend of a show who recently passed away, as in today, and Nichelle Nichols. I saw this when Bill Russell died first. I'm like, oh, Bill Russell's died. I'm a Laker fan, and even I like Bill Russell. And when I got home, I'm like, oh, I was just thinking about Bill Russell. I'm like, man, that's kind of weird. And I just kind of like, I never met Bill Russell, but I just saw him doing a couple of you know, charity stuff. I'm like, oh, he's still in good health. And when I read Nichelle died, I was like, oh. See, I'm just learning this for the first oh, time, viewers um, and listeners. So sorry. Yeah, she's a. Oh, Long time no. front of the show. Honest to God, I met her years ago, and she she was reading my work, and not oh. even knowing it was me. And That's so sweet. I was like, "Holy, yeah!" It was bizarre. Beyond like, I used to watch her growing up, and now she's reading my stuff. What the heck? And to to see like, we won't get into whatever was going on in the last couple of years of her, but. It's a sad, sad time. It it Ooh. kind of is. So this show is dedicated to Bill Russell. Even though you are a Celtic, my man. Uh, it could be like your birthday. And Nichelle Nichols. Because, of course, they wanted their name on this episode of Mummy Dearest. I, I <laughs> oh. wish I had have chosen a different a movie. A better then. movie, dang yeah. it. A memorial, a better movie than this. I so, wish. So, uh, yeah, so for those who who may have been tuned in once or twice, my name is Jim Phoenix. That's J.M. Brannick, and we discuss brand new movies or old movies or whatever type of movies. We each get one, and we tag team another movie. And Brannick picked the kind of sold this movie. We're in tag team. No spoilers. <laughs> I might have watched the wrong movie. I started uh, to really watch Mommy Dearest. Oh, you watched Mommy Dearest? Yeah, well, someone's want to do Black Swan for the site. I'm like, yeah, I get it. That's horror. Like, and I was like, Mommy Dearest? I'm like, I get it. You know, honestly, when I watched Mommy Dearest for the first time, I think it was like at the 45-minute mark when I'm like, I still don't see what's wrong with this picture. 
and um normal family life spoiler alert i don't have kids so um and then and then it got you know a lot darker it is a good movie though it's a wonderful movie unfortunately that's not the movie that's not the movie that i suggested yeah no No. i did not i was like wait a minute how is tara reed in this movie was she like (laughs) negative 12 when this movie came out all right so we'll get into mummy dearest later (laughs) and and brandon tries to tell it to me was is tara reed and lou fregno also known as the least two people in the movie oh my god i was like looking i was searching for these two people throughout the entire because they're the top build and i'm like scraping i'm like is it is it that person? Is it that person, but with prosthetics? Like seriously, I was. Are they the mummy? Maybe. Very. I was nope. very confused for a very yeah. long time. Uh, yeah. yeah. So we'll, we'll talk, talk about, about it. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that in a bit. But very first, because there are no special guests today. Although I, I hear we might have one next time. Oh yeah, I did. Yeah. Someone from the Buffy the Vampire Slayer podcast is going to be uh, appearing as soon as our work schedules kind of match our recording schedule. Did you kind sneeze of when you said podcast? I didn't say podcast. Oh, you didn't? I mean, oh. No, dude. It's, uh, my, it's a my, the my, Vampire my, Slayer. Oh, okay. My apologies. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what my would apologies. I was not sneeze for that? Yeah. So, there's no special guest today. That means, uh, Brannick. Yes. What did you bring? I brought my soul to take, which actually gave me a lot of feelings because it is written and directed by Wes Craven. If you know anything about me, I actually don't love Wes Craven. I actually hate Wes Craven, and I know I'm gonna get a lot of. Thank you. It's it's there's a long mood for you to hate Wes Craven. It's it's really emotional, you guys. Um, yeah, you hit a home run with that emotional. Thank you, I appreciate that. So, no, actually, I've just I've not really particularly enjoyed most of his films. Some of his films I did. So you didn't know why? You 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 hinted that this before. His tonal dissonance, I really really didn't like, especially in Last House of the Left on the left. I abhor that movie. Um, and a lot of it was because of just his tone shifts. It, it just was kind of incoherent. Uh, and surprise, surprise, this movie is completely bonkers and coherent. But honestly, in a way yeah. that I did appreciate. Okay, it's so like, why do you do this? I hate this director. I'm gonna watch this movie. Okay, well, all right. I saw the. I saw the the the. Okay, so I I went on Tubi. My lord and savior. Oh, man. And I said, which movies are leaving today? And that was one of the movies. And I liked the poster. So I said, sure, why not? The poster, I swear to God. 2020, uh, 2010. 2010? So, 2010. That's the old, right? That's the old, um, which is actually kind of new for me. I usually like them a little bit older. Yeah. No, no kink shaming there. No. And, um, Haha, <laughs> thanks. Um, you're getting used to those buttons. You're getting it. Yeah. Getting <laughs> so, used to it. <laughs> oh my god. So anyway, so I started watching it. Holy shit. This movie is balls to the walls bananas crazy. Really? It is 
crazy. Like within the first five minutes, I'm literally watching this going, holy crap, is this actually the climax of another movie? I'm looking, I'm like, was this a sequel? Like, is this a sequel? It's not a sequel. It is just crazy. Okay, so it all starts with a guy... (laughs) You're having a lot of fun. I'm glad. I'm and glad funny you're having for fun. for multiple reasons. <laughs> so the film starts off with somebody who oh. suffers from, yes, from Baby Yoda. Somebody from who's Baby Yoda. Oh, somebody it who, Baby Yoda. Okay. Yes. Jim. Yes. <laughs> Do I need to get my kazoo? <laughs> no, I don't have that one yet. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Somebody who suffers from dissociative identity disorder. Of course. Dude! That's of not course, a joke! That's of not course, a joke! Of course is the killer. That. Of course is the killer. Mm. Which sucks. Uh, he's the Riverton Ripper, which you... Please do not... Please do not make this a drinking game, because you will be dead by the time that you... If you... If Condor, Riverton Ripper... Um, I forget what other words they use completely over again and again. But you know what? If you do want a drinking game... You can go to yourfuckedyrfkd.com and it's going to be up soon. We are really? selling our drinking game of it's kind of cool. Yeah, so it's, you don't it's a real say. thing. That's, yeah. It is actually a we real thing. We didn't plan it. No, it's, it's a real thing. We're going to <laughs> to, to pimp it, it out. So yeah. please do go out. Do you want to say it again? It, it's The website's not up yet, but it's going to be oh. yrfk, yrfkd.com. <laughs> it's your fucked as a game. Your fucked. Mark. Um. Don't play it with this movie, but play it no. at that. Um, play it instead of watching this movie. Yeah. Well, no, play no, it and then no. watch this movie. Ooh, um, so basically, this 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 man, he's got all these different altars, and um, he kills his wife, and cops come in, and he's got a kid, and they shoot him but he's still alive and they put him in an ambulance and on the way he tries to kill somebody and the ambulance blows up i mean like this is literally within the first five minutes and i'm like that's the first five minutes that's the first five minutes and there's oh a million people in this and then suddenly it's like mean girls because all of his personalities have been uh born into different bodies that day so then all of it's like then 16 years later and they're all in high school and it's really weird and it's basically Wes Craven writing high schoolers so it's pretty cringe guys what's this movie called again? My Soul to Take? (laughs) My Soul to Take 2010 huh? and that's like the first 20 minutes and it only gets heightened from there it Dude. it keeps going on and on and it's just it is wild. It is a wild ride. That's it is insane. Not a good movie. It is oh. an entertaining movie. There you go. I was gonna ask there's a difference between good and entertaining. You can be one yes. or the other, or you can be both sometimes very rarely. Very rarely, but it is so convoluted. It is like Riverdale meets like I don't know, oh, Mean no. Girls. Meets Baby Yoda, meets Grandma's Cookies, <laughs> and possibly kind of Chucky because the whole soul things and stuff oh, like yeah. that. I mean, it's 
wild because one of the personalities or possibly the guy is still alive and still killing people. So without spoiling either movie about the, um, uh, you know, the movie you're talking about right now and the movie I have in my mind that stars John Cusack. Oh yes. I love that movie. Is it it something similar? Um, well, in a way it starts off like the movie identity that you're talking about. Yes. And I loved that movie. I did love that movie. Um, it starts out like that, except all of the personalities now have 16 year old bodies and it, there's a hierarchy in school and there's a bully and there's like them knowing that they kind of all do uh, that we're part of this kind of, they call them like the Ripperton seven or something like that. Yeah. So it's just, it's very strange because it does get very kind of mean girl esque because there are, you know, there's a hierarchy and they talk about a revolution of like the hierarchy changes and stuff. And it's like, when did I stop into Riverdale? I didn't think I did. The good thing is that these kids do kind of look like kids. Mm. Kind of. Um, it's not the Buffy thing where they're all kind of the separate two, like, 30s. Right. They're, they're, they do look a little younger. Um, and to be honest, the acting is incredible. They have, um, and I forget her name, but the lady that plays Michonne in The Walking Dead, she's in it. Oh, um, they have really good actors in it, um, and the acting is really good. Everybody's trying to, I mean, nobody like phones it in. Everybody is putting in the best effort that they can. It's just wild. It's wildly written and wildly directed. That's, that's cool. I I honestly want to see this now. It's, it's, it's the last interesting. Day, huh? Maybe it's already off TV. Well, well, I won't check it but that's the beauty of TV. What goes off comes back. What it takes Golden away, it brings around. it brings back to us. So just like Santa Sangre. Oh God. I we, should, we, should do, we should do that movie at some point. Did we ever record that podcast? No, we did not. Damn it. Because I remember watching that piece of crap. Yep, we were gonna do it for the art one, and then we didn't. Nope. So we we could do it for this. No, nope, we could that, do that as our. No, no, we should nope. do that. Nope, Jimbo's it's, picks next. Nope, it's it's a good movie. Jimbo's got a pick coming, and he knows exactly what he's gonna get. Anyway, so um, going back to this movie, it was all practical effects. Yeah, um, oh, that's that. Oh, practical. So nice. that was nice. Um, the kills were okay. Um, what I did like about it is a lot of it was dark like it was shot in the dark and it wasn't like day for night it wasn't like oh it's the dark but really there's like a million lights on them like when it was dark it was dark um and that was kind of cool there were a good couple jump scares in it and the characters were pretty likable um although again it was i think it would have been so much better as a book or a book series or or maybe even a mini series to mini be honest. Series? I, I I can see like that a as Stephen, a series. Like yeah, like a kind of Stephen Kingy kind of mini series yeah, because the way you're just it, yeah. as a movie, it is. It's it's wild. It's a lot going on. A Do you lot think it's going just in editing was it like the post just kind of like Oscar? We just put some stuff together. I don't think so because script? I think it was the actual script. I think that he just. He usually kind of just 
went on these weird tangents sometimes. Um, and like I said, tonally, I've never really connected with him tonally, uh, Wes Craven. Um, so I think that that was kind of a big part of it. But I think in this one, it worked. Well, for me. Shit. For me. For you. How was the score? Um, <laughs> Four scores, seven years ago. How was the music? How was, the How was the sound? Oh, the sound was great. Um, the music... The music was pretty good, actually. Um, it, it was very early 2000s, like, you know, hey, we're boys and we're doing boy things. Hey, we're girls and we're doing good stuff. And then stuff like that. Um, you know, very it was, Team America. <laughs> very just yeah. like, like popish rock of that era, you know, that oh. you would see in those kind of shows, like from yeah. the WB. Uh, but junior dancers, yes, yes, no McDonald's bit. But for the most part, like again, like the condor thing that was kind of weird. But he made a condor suit, and the condor suit was very cool. I thought it was going to come back at some point, which it didn't, which I was kind of <laughs> bummed about. It's like Xander's stuff in Buffy the Vampire Slayer, which I only know through the podcast. I never watched it, where it's like oh, I'm doing something cool. It never comes back ever. Yeah, I got okay. Yeah, it's very much like that. And it pukes and it poops the condor suit. No. Well, <laughs> All over the bully, you guys. I kind of want that now. Yeah, it's... Like I said, this movie is very entertaining. It does drag a little bit at the end with the final climax. Because it's just like, okay, come on, let's let's get on. You know, it might have on. shot us a little too quickly with the exploding introduction. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Um because how do you top that, you know? And then they have the, the they have the ambulance there. Like, nobody took away the ambulance. And so kids come every year to, like, come to this ambulance and be nice. like, oh, yeah, we much. have this. They have a very legend-tripping ceremony every year and whatnot with, like, all the kids. Anyway, it is very interesting. I found it very entertaining. It is wild. Um, I'm probably going to watch it again. And I, ha- okay. I hate to say that about a Wes Craven movie, but I think I'm going to, because it Where? was just, it was fun. And it's hard for me to, to, I almost want to give it a four. Holy it, crap. You're going to give it a four? I, I almost want to. I'm like between 3.5 and four, because oh. I, like the whole time my mouth was just open of like, I've never oh. seen a movie like it. But I have seen every movie like it, if that makes sense. Like, it has yeah. all of the tropes all of the time. And, again, my mouth is just agape of just, like, what am I even watching? I've not seen a, a girl talks to God in it. Like, I mean, it's just, it is everything. She talks to George Burns? She does. And it's beautiful. <laughs> so... So fans, go watch it. Tell me if I should rate this a three point five or a four, because I'm really torn. That's this is going to be tough then. Because to follow, <laughs> it, it, it's going to be because I thought I had like a slam dunk because my movie, which is the I guess borrowed, is Black Phone with Ethan you have the Hawk. new. It's new, right? Well, it's still in the theaters, and I I rented it for twenty five bucks for Amazon. 
Ouch. Okay. I was like, well, you know, I didn't want to drive and I was watching it with someone. So it kind of like works out okay. either way. Yeah. There you go. You got, Private that's really... basically two tickets. Exactly. Yeah. And that's 25 Canadian. So whatever that so is, American now, like, that's like 20 bucks probably. Yeah. Like five bucks. No, I'm just kidding. It's <laughs> the opposite. Wish. Yeah. Now, Black Phone, I did not know this is based on a Joe Hill short story. I didn't know that either. I didn't find that out until like today as I was looking at IMDb. <laughs> Tells you how much interest I took in the Black Phone. I'm like, oh, that's kind of weird. I'm like, oh, this one's kind of cool. And I saw these trailers at some of them. I'm like, oh, I want to see this. And you know how sometimes the trailers are like the best parts of the movie? Yeah. Not with Black Phone. Really? It's actually a much better movie than the trailers let it on to oh. be. And the trailers look pretty dang good. The trailers actually looked really amazing. Yeah. It's one of the few pure joys that I've seen. And I'm kind of glad I saw it in my house. I will tell you this. I did fall asleep the first time. <laughs> so that's probably not the best thing. But I was like, I need to watch it a second time because I fell asleep for the first time. And I fell asleep the second time. But the third time's a charm. And, and that's the third time. Like, this is actually a good movie. And I, I mean, I started the movie at 2 a.m. That was like the movie's fault. It was my fault for being dumb. You know, and I'll read you a bit from the IMDb. After being abducted by a child killer and locked in a soundproof basement. Ooh, I need one of those. Not the child killer, but a soundproof um, basement. So I can do recording. So I can do recordings. Jeez. Oh, okay. okay. A 13-year-old boy starts receiving calls on a disconnected phone from the killer's previous victims. Yes. Yeah. All I know is when it first starts out... You think the movie's going to be about something else, and it switches, and it switches a little bit again. And it's a Blumhouse, need I say more. Blumhouse either hits a stellar home run or whips it out into, like, your face. This is a stellar home run. And Ethan Hawke is actually a really good actor, and he chooses his roles very well. He picks what he wants to do. Yeah, he chooses his roles very well. So that's when, when I heard that he was attached to it, I was like... And he was in that role. I'm like, oh, there has to be more to it because he He's wouldn't just amazing. pick that. He wouldn't just pick just that. Like it has, there has to be more to that story. He brings a humanity to something that could have just been a fleshy, like puppet. He brings humanity to it. You almost feel sorry for the child killer. <laughs> At some point. Is that going to be a I would say, yeah. T-shirt or next T-shirt. Rape is not a sponsor. Neither are child killers. <laughs> you got jump ropes. I got legs, baby. Let's get together. What was that from? Nick yeah, that was that was a good one too. That was a good one. <laughs> That's actually our next T-shirt. That would but, be a good one. And the kids. This is where it can the kids can go be goofy. They can be whatever. The kids are believable. The kids are believable. And my friend says it has the kid from E.T. in it, like Elliot, as a as a grown-up dad, but I didn't do enough research on that to make that. Was I was going to say as a child, because I don't think that's how that works. Uh, you know, they, they were very cognizant, like, well, we are going to do them again. And I have to say, gosh, 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 gosh. It's a lot of it's, goshes. It's, it's an amazing film. It's so it probably looked, my favorite horror movie of this year. It looked actually very low um, 
like gore, like very low, like almost done. Okay, I was wondering about that. Almost no gore. This is what <laughs> Stranger Things season twelve should have been. Season twelve. Uh, what are season they're on now? <laughs> you know, I I, I I I can't be everywhere, man. As my good friend Doctor Payne would Who say, "Who cares?" There we go. This is what they could have done, what made the kids actually real and believable, and some likable, some dislikable. And the adults, it's a little bit Scooby Doo, but the adults are like, hey, kids, we need your help to figure out who killed these people. <laughs> <laughs> but they do it in a way that's kind of like, you, you can see, like, oh, okay. It's kind of believable, you know? Well, and to be honest, I mean, we go to movie theaters to also suspend. A certain yes, disbelief. Oh, sorry. Where'd you go before? Grandma's cookies. There you go, grandma's cookies. Is that our new term for hand jobs? <laughs> I think so. I was eating <laughs> some grandma's cookies yesterday, and boy, do I owe my or my ex, my girlfriend, a new dress. <laughs> I'm oh. confused at who's giving grandma's cookies on that one, but. <laughs> Stop, 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 stop. I'm touching and, you all. And that's I'm how our you. podcast dies. <laughs> okay, so. No practical oh, effects. Oh, wait, all practical wait. effects. No, well, no CGI as far as I'm aware of. I think a lot of wire rope stuff and just. That's always fun. Solid acting. It honestly. I know I fell asleep for the first two times I watched it, but that's that's on me. All right, that's did you me. did you have a fever when you fell asleep? For I've a flavor that. of Pringles, <laughs> I, I just I just did a bunch of stuff. That's all. I was just like okay, because there's out. a lot of times where I've had fevers and I'm like I fall asleep during horror movies when that happens. I don't no, know. That's why. a Care Bear movie for me. Um. Yeah. Although Slender Man, I did fall asleep on in oh, the theater. You're lucky. You're I was lucky. so lucky. Trust it me. was only ten minutes, but I was that was a nice blissful ten minutes. Right. Oh boy, that movie. <laughs> but Joey a- King, she's she is king. Joey yeah. King is king. Yeah. She's great. With black anyway, phone, yeah, with black phone, black phone. My friend who does not like horror movies at all, she was watching it with me, and I got a couple of jump scares from her, even though I was sleeping. That's how good this movie is. If if you don't like horror movies, and she loved it at the end, I'm like, hi, oh, this is pretty good. Oh. I sold it by having it's the Ethan Hawke movie. You like Ethan Hawke, yeah. I'm not saying like you like Ethan Hawke in the Blumhouse production where he plays like the guy the serial in, killer. Yeah, in a serial killer. Previously he was playing in uh what's the one where they the purge. Oh yeah. yeah. Like, but he's he does Blumhouse very selectively. and I love it just movies period very selectively, and he does really well. She loved it. She absolutely loved it, even though it scared her. I adore it. I'm giving this a 4.5. Nice. 4.5 out of 5. It is nice. really a solid movie. And it's 25 bucks, well worth it. Even if it was just by myself, 25 bucks just to not leave my house and watch a cool movie, still well worth it. And honestly, you sold me on because I looked at the trailers and the trailers looked amazing. And then you said that it's even better than that. That's what sold it's, me. It tells a story. The trailers don't show the trailers show like, obviously, but I'm defining what trailer is now, 
but the trailers show what could be edited into like the trailers are heavily edited mm-hmm. however they're missing the whole story the trailers basically show the b story oh I mean, it's just like yeah it's just a small little glimpse of like of like the secondary story really the oh. primary story is so much in depth interesting yeah. okay and it's again amazing 4.5 you guys should rent it. Go to the movie theaters if you can, if you are being safe. But rent it. it. It's worth it. Unfortunately, I can't say that about our next movie. <laughs> well, so I, yeah. It had a lot it. of piano playing. Yes, and, it did. Um, For a guy who couldn't. Okay, I, I have. Well, fake arthritis. Fake I'm piano. Crippling arthritis in my hands. I was like, how the fuck does he do most of those things with his hands? Okay. Uh, because he can. Because that is not actual piano playing. You or do not. Artists, I guess. Sorry. You do not hump your piano to play I, it. I, I mean, I, I guess you could, but it's not going to sound like it did in the movie. <laughs> it is not going to sound like that. Sound like my podcast uh, music first. <laughs> yes. It's uh. It's. It's gonna sound a lot different from that. So yeah. yeah. So, so mummy, mummy dearest two thousand mummy m u m m y mummy dearest m u m m y two thousand twenty one. It says on this thing. Oh, really? Oh yeah, my god! It IMDb felt like it was from the nineties. It really did. And it still sucked if it was from the nineties. You know, no. but it. If it were from the nineties, I would, I would give it some grace. I would say, okay, I get that. Because it honestly reminded me a bit of The Room. Nowhere near as The Room as The Room. But the acting was very The Room. If people know what The Room is. If people can read The Room, they'll know The Room is The Room. It does have named actors in it. Yeah. That's the thing I kissed. But unfortunately, they're only in a small bit. So Brannock sold it to me as oh <laughs> Lou Ferrigno and Tara Reason. It's like holy shit, you have me at Lou Ferrigno. That's first of all. that's how it looks. That's 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 was who was top billed was Tara yeah. Reed and Lou Ferrigno. I'm poster. I'm looking at the poster right now. It says Lou Ferrigno and Tara Reed and no one else. And like Mummy Dearest, and there are pictures in between, uh, like one side of the other side of the mummy. <laughs> yes, they and, are uh, like for two fucking minutes of the movie. And I will be completely honest to say that I completely forgot that Lou Ferrigno was in this movie until <laughs> I, I saw him and I'm like, wait a minute, he looks very familiar. Okay. And then I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. I had that moment similar because I watched it for so long and Lou doesn't show up until like past midway, I think. Oh I yeah. like, did Brandon just think this other guy is Lou Ferrigno? It's like this like <laughs> a same name type thing like James Bond being a, the, that one vampire succubus with succubus movies like is that that type of thing no he's in it he's in she's it he's just in been, like it. a long time so is tara she's, reed and 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 tara reed like has i think like one line <laughs> that it's not even that like, they replay they also, they play, she has one line that just replay her for oh like, and i love it because like the the main guy is like i was so in love with her she had the most beautiful voice and really her line is just like Excuse me, I gotta get up the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> but then he's like, "I'm gonna make this. I'm gonna make this into a piano thing." 
Yeah, and then he goes into the or he goes in the organ, and he's just playing his organ. Oh, he plays the organ, all right. He oh, plays he plays a hardcore organ, organ because he fell in love. And I, I literally thought he was reincarnated from like Egyptians. Dude, I, I don't even know. Because there's the scene where he's with his mom, and they're like, I guess cosplaying or something. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna try to recreate most of this movie as I can without spoiling anything in like 20 seconds or less. So you start out with Jennifer Casa James, who, by the way, is the best actress besides Terry, is in this entire. She actually acts. Is like that the Lou, mom? Lose a good, yeah, the mom. Jennifer's oh, she a great was actress. Phenomenal. Quentin Aaron's in this. He's a great oh, actor. He was great. He was great from too. Blindslide. Like Tara's in it. She was a great actress. Lou's in this. Uh, Mr. Franklin's in this. He's a great actor. And Ken Devitian, which you might know from Borat being like the manager guy, another great actor. Everyone else, I don't really know too much. But three of the people who are in this, four if you include the bird, don't have IMDb IMDb photos. Oh no. I, neither do I, but I just don't want to pay like the twenty bucks. Well, yeah, but they're so, in a movie so, with Lou Ferrigno. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I would remember that one. But we have a, a mom coming in to check on her daughter at a chiropractor's office, and the chiropractor like somehow breaks her back. Oh, is that is that Doctor? What was his name that they said like a million Dr. times? Doctor Jason. Doctor Jason. Yes. Michael yes, Park. mom. I love Dr. Jason. You don't love Dr. Jason. I love Dr. Jason. Like they said, literally said Dr. Jason like 20 times. Yeah. And, and then he, he breaks her breaks. back. In the first couple of seconds. And so yes. she lives with her daughter in her daughter's boyfriend's mansion, which is an Egyptian motif thing. Like, and not even that. Like there's like broken ceramic dolls in the bathroom and there's yeah, candles and, and i can guarantee that was not wheelchair accessible oh like, god I saw, no. I saw stairs i saw like how did they get like oh how they just cut they, around it yeah they just they they there's no elevator in that place i guarantee yeah. it and, and the best go for it oh well just you know the mom was like he's a serial killer have you looked around at these murals of these weird ass things and her daughter's like He's a serial killer. I'm like, no, he's a serial killer. No, your mom is right. Like, look at what is around you. And then he comes all in shirtless. Always shirtless. Always shirtless. (laughs) And always, like, half naked. Discount Jared Leto. Oh, 100%. And he he acts, like, so dramatic and so tortured like this. You don't understand me. It's so good. It's so good. I ate it yeah. up. You ate it. Yeah, I was eating something. By the way, if you ever <laughs> want to see the entire movie, go to IMDb, scroll on the the trailer. Don't put the sound on. No, no. But just watch the trailer and repeat that trailer for an hour and 30 minutes, and you will have the entire movie because most of these scenes just repeat. The mom somehow magical hand powers oh yeah hands on the back to give him like it's hand like reiki. it's power. like a reiki yeah. type there thing. You go, reiki. um so but i think that the director does that like for a living or something because he oh. he he did like another movie that was about that i didn't look too far into it but it's like <laughs> oh this is something he he does 
I think. This is a thing that he does. You know what he doesn't do? Make movies, unfortunately, which is what we're trying to do. I disagree. <laughs> I, there's no... Okay, I love Mr. Ferrigno. I love Tara Reeves. I love Quentin. Uh, and Jennifer does a great She is great at, performance. at a 12 the entire time. And there's not ever a, a moment. Yeah, everybody else has taken NyQuil. Yeah, and that's, <laughs> and that's a thing. That's why it kind of like you have a legitimate actress because sometimes you just see a movie and they think the acting is just off. It's, it's some, I'll give you a hint. Sometimes just editing, score. It can be a billion oh, yeah. other things. Just the way it they just put the together. It can be the production company. It could be a lot of different things. And not the acting at all. It's just the right. acting probably knocked out of the part. But when you see her in the scene with other people, you're like, oh, it's the acting. Oh, yeah. Like her daughter. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like her you daughter can see is she was... so upset at her. And mom, I need to kill you in my life. Mom, why are you doing this to me? Mom, stop touching my boyfriend's penis. And you... <laughs> I don't. Is that like close enough to like, is that like resemble? Yeah, it's pretty close. And you could tell she was given the direction of like, you don't like your mom. Don't like your why. mom. You yeah. don't like her. There, so there's just, no emotion. There's no emotion. No. She's really yelling. not. No, you're just raising your voice. That's not yelling. Yelling actually yeah. takes anger. Yeah, she's. <laughs> I think well, she well, did well, take Nicole, yeah. but I mean, when I hear the trash. I, I'm not trying to. At least I'm not trying to, to trash the actress who plays the daughter. But that's how good Jennifer Coza James is. She steals the scene at every scene she's in. She's always shaking for those pill bottles. She's always she's like, believable. Looking off in the distance while yeah. piano is playing. I mean, it is a cheesy ass movie. It is yeah. not a good movie. No, but she makes it so much more entertaining. It, it, it's a cheesy movie with some bright spots. Jennifer is one of those bright spots by big and far. Quentin. Okay. Oh, Quinn's great. Quinn does an amazing job, but I didn't understand his role because did he basically break into the guy's house? And is that guy's front door a closet? He's a Jehovah's Witness. He needs to spread his truth. Right, but remember, okay, when Quinn's like in the very first time, she like the mom, like Jennifer calls his names. It's like Scarlet will use Quinn's name. This movie's called Quinn's too. That just tells the writers like, oh, screw it, we just got Quinn. Quick, quick. Yeah, we'll just put him in the blind side. We have, we have Scarlet. She is in there. She's like, oh, I hear a stranger danger. And she's going to go to the front door. But it's not a front door. It's like a closet. It's, Where it's like, oh, like there's no outside. I th- you know? I think it was supposed to be a door. Uh, I, I think it was supposed to be a door. I mean, honestly, the logistics of this place i do not understand because she goes and she finds bodies at some point and she's going through the house and like the logistics of the house i did not oh. understand in the least like, no. I'm like where is she now how did she get there how did she get to the roof with, yeah. with a wheelchair because it's like the ramp like all oh, always a ramp multiple times multiple times she's on the roof and in fact one time the one guy's like like grabs her and she's screaming and he's like i thought you were gonna jump and she's like how can i jump dumb dumb <laughs> like, right okay i think i'm talking about the time where she starts choking on like a piece of 
chicken yeah. or I don't know what she's talking yeah, about. Yeah, and then Quentin comes and saves her. Does it? And then she yells at him like she's like, Are you breaking the entry. Like, freaking cuts him. She fucking cuts that dude. And with, he with is the worst knife scene I've ever seen in my life. With, she cuts with, him with like the handle, basically, somehow. He has to take the knife and go, Oh, my arm. He takes a knife from her and jabs it into his arm. <laughs> like, oh god. Yeah, it's it's not very well choreographed. But no. You know, I felt so bad for him because I'm like, dude's just trying to help you, woman. Jesus. Like, calm down. You know? Oh, that's what the guy looks like. He looks like Jesus from The Walking Dead. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but okay, so- I, I, I did find it interesting that they did have a Jehovah's Witness that was um, trying to save him. Yeah. I mean, usually it's like the weird, you know, neighbor or something like that. And I'm not, I'm not Jehovah's Witness or anything like that. But it is like a trope that I've seen a lot. Like, yeah. oh, it's the weird guy that comes and you not. No, this guy's actually really nice. And he's trying to help herself the, the mysteries of the house. And I, stuff. I think that's because the actor is really nice. Yeah, he seems like a really nice dude. Yeah, and I think he was putting a little bit of himself into. I don't know if he's Joel Witness or not, but he's putting the. He's very charismatic on stage. He's very screen. charismatic. He it's is. To the point where, like, oh, I, I want to watch more of just him and her, like, solving right. mysteries, like Scooby Doo bunch. Oh, that would be great. Like, she's in a wheelchair and he's, you know, just Jehovah's Witness. I don't know where I was going with this. I don't know what it would be called. But oh, I know fun. what's gonna be called. It's gonna be called really Grams cookies. Grams cookies. Grams cookies. There we go. Thank there you. We go. There yeah. we go. Um, but no, they were really good. Um, the mummy confused me. There is a mummy. It, it happened somewhere like twenty minutes left, I think, or ten minutes. It, left. Yeah, yeah. It there is a mummy. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> when when that one woman's being buried, yes, we won't say which woman. I thought she was still alive because the actress moves, right? And starts making facial movements, and then apparently she was supposed to be dead. So I'm like, yeah, I, don't know I think so. Or maybe she was unconscious. Uh, you know, this, the point is this: a that's not how mummies are done. If anyone was like, I want to make a mummy, this, this is definitely not. Oh, no, 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 The brain figure thing, that's not even a real tool for that. It would never pick They kind of pour molten, they, they boil your brain out, they, they kind of melt it. But, scramble it around and they pull it out. There's nothing to really, yeah. But, uh, God. But no, to make a mummy, not, there, you need a lot of heat. Like, you need a daddy and then <laughs> another mummy. You need, and then like, they get together. like a bog. You could do a bog mummy. You know, like those peat peat bog mummies that they have, like in England. Those are cool. You could do one of those, or they I mean, have really, some of those you need in the states too. Bog I mummies. Do they? Yeah. I'll have marsh, to look into marsh that. Mummies. I'll have to look into that. That would, I think, be a fun way to to go. That's how bad <laughs> the movie is. We're actually talking about how to mummify someone. Well, because it, you can't just make a mummy out of just putting cloth on somebody's face very loosely wrapped cloth like they had very to loosely. take it back like oh we have to take this back later on to walmart keep the receipt <laughs> <laughs> this ace bandage was like honestly it was probably an ace bandage and they probably uh, yeah. needed it later like, i um, sprained my ankle don't be too liberal with that ace bandage over there dude 
I need to wrap my ankle up. We still, we still need it, so don't get it too dirty. Yeah, okay, without spoiling, uh, what are you going to say? What say you on this movie? I found it, I did find it entertaining in the way that I found the room entertaining. I don't think it's as good as the room, but there is a scene, and I shit you not, where it was like, it was basically the, I did not hit her. I did not, like, yeah. scene. And yeah. <laughs> and when that happened, I burst out laughing. And I'm like, oh my god, it's just like the room. Uh, so I kind of found delight in that. <laughs> I, I would give it. I I know you're gonna hate me, but I'm gonna give it a three. A three? I'm gonna give it a three. Oh, good God! Because of the the piano, like humping was funny. The candles everywhere. There's candles everywhere in this movie. Every inch, there's a candle. Candles and, and naked bodies. And and but naked bodies just, and like her. Oh, and her like. She's got this power where she can see into people's minds inexplicably. It's, you know, and again, she, the actress is great. She is always at a 12. Um, yeah. And it's, I found it entertaining. I didn't find it a good movie, but I found it an entertaining movie. And the Tara Reid that I saw, like the very, like 20 seconds she was in it, <laughs> she was all right. <laughs> Yeah, that's the thing. Like Tara Reid and Lou Ferrigno, for being the named actors on the poster, didn't have anything at all. It's kind of like a Jackie Chan movie when Jackie Chan first started out. I was like, this is starting Jackie Chan, this is awesome. He dies in the first three minutes. He like fast forward to make sure it was like, is this guy coming back? Maybe, maybe. No, okay. When the best actress who are not Tara Reid or best actor who's not Tara Reid or Lou Ferrigno in this movie is. And nothing against Jennifer Coza James, but when she's best known for being Shannon Tweed's friend, like in Gene Simmons' Family Jewels reality TV show, when that's when her best role was, being basically herself, and then basically Mommy Dearest 12 years later, 11 years later, that that's not good for your movie. And I'm not taking any away from her. I think she's a tremendous actress. I, I loved her in this. If it wasn't for her, I would not even been able to see Lou Ferrigno's thing. I'd be like, okay, Brandon lied to me. Lou Ferrigno's not in this movie. <laughs> or maybe they thought, like, Lou, I like, I'll leave Lou the cast, you know, one of those things. I would not have made it that far. The only redeemable character in this movie, besides Ferrigno and, and Reed and, and Quentin, is her. Oh, and I she, like the dude too. I do like the the Egyptian dude. Do you? Yeah, the, the, the grandfather. So, no, no, no. Just like the the dude, the 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 oh, dude the, we the shirtless guy. Yeah, shirtless guy. We think is the killer. You know, like uh, okay. he's yeah. he's every edge lord. Yeah, I, I can see that. But the, and I, I love really, it. <laughs> okay, the reason I didn't like him because I do have arthritis so bad I can't turn doorknobs sometimes. He's like, my hands are really painful. But he's like, I'm going to do some piano now and turn these doorknobs and I'm going to go lift some weights and also squeeze a styrofoam ball. Oh, yeah, grip. he had that ball like it's, everywhere he went. It, it, it's a dodgeball. It's a styrofoam dodgeball. And like, I, really? I don't know why he and the mom talked before because she's like i'll i'll heal your hands but Promise when did she you. even talk to oh, when i they don't cut, get it 
when when her doctor or chiropractor somehow put a knee on her back for some particular reason. Yeah, and she like, was telling him, "Stop, stop, get uh, off me, stop." And, yeah, I thought um, it'd be like a rape, but it's just like I thought I, so too. I, I thought a hundred percent. I kind of wish it was a rape at this point because it made the movie a little more interesting. Well, like, I oh. mean, he he did something horrible. Well, and I permanently altering changer. Yeah, it's just. But it becomes yeah. MacGuffin. Like, oh, I'm in a wheelchair now. I can't move out. Like, Which I kind of always... actually liked. I did kind of like that because, like, we don't get enough people with disabilities in movies. So I kind of did, like, that part of it. Just kind of like in oh. Texas Chainsaw Massacre with the brother that was in the wheelchair. Yeah. Although he was super annoying. I get that. But it is nice to see people with disabilities right, that are in movies. Well, that's one of the things. Okay, I'm gonna get off the slight disability rant. One of the many things that really irked me about Chinballs, or whatever his fucking name is, for the new Doctor Who season with the Thirteenth Doctor, is the the disability. Like, we're, we're gonna have a character with disability. Like, what's the disability? Oh, uh, he can't tell left or right sometimes. Oh, that's your fucking disability you're going with. Really, that one. All the, all the myriads of fucking things you can expose children to and have them kind of like normalize. Make sure like their their classmate who has this whatever they have like is kind of like part of the group. No, you're going with left and right. That's their that's their disability. Okay. Yeah. That's, thanks, ass. Yeah, that's not. And Sally, that's probably the best thought out of the whole damn series. Okay, so back to this. You know what? You know what's interesting too. I just realized that my first movie too uh, had someone who one of the uh, alters was blind. So that's kind of interesting too. Oh, I wonder if my so, uh, so I wonder how many of these movies. At least two out of three had people with disabilities in them. And maybe that's where we're ended. No. Yeah, actually, that's that goes into my plug. I'm gonna give my let me get my score first. So this one you oh, give yeah. it a three. I gave it a three. I almost gave it. I almost gave it a three. If Lou Ferrigno and Quentin and Tara Reid were in this more, it would be easy three three point five. But it's not. And if Jennifer wasn't in this movie at all, it'd be up to point five. Ooh, it would be yeah. It would be so low. It'll be unbearable. It would be so so low. Unbearable to watch. <laughs> but she pulled it off. So hats off to her. I was like, I want to interview her now just to like, how did she pull that off? Yeah, Basically. like tell us about this. Tell us everything about that this movie. Because this had to be so like a book. She <laughs> pulls. I mean, she puts it all on her shoulders. Yeah, she pulls hard. Yeah. She pulls hard in this movie. So uh, two point five for me. All right, Brannick, what do you want to plug? Okay, I'm gonna actually plug the art experience, and you can go to theartexperience.org, and um. Basically, what they do is they provide and develop quality art programs that build communities, and especially they invite everybody of all ages and all abilities. So they really focus on people with disabilities as well. Um, And so, again, you can go to theartexperience.org. You can donate. Uh, If you are in the area, you can go to classes or you can uh, shop around. You can find events. Uh, but I've worked with them before and they're just super awesome people that know that art is an important thing in everybody's lives. So that's, right. they want to get people creating. Get people creating. Well, I, yeah. I did that. I, I love the arts. 
if you haven't guessed. So yeah, what what's that website again? It is. Put my phone down. Uh, it is theartexperience.org. Who cares? Hey, I, hey, I knew, care? I knew it was a setup. I knew it. Yeah, you know who I need care. on my side? I need Baby Yoda on my side. No, you don't. No one needs There Not you at go. All. <laughs> and I just deleted the drums by mistake, so I need to do it. I'm going to email them. It was haunted. Like, can you guys set. give me my drums, please? All right, All I, right. you know what? What do you got? I'm I'm gonna plug myself. All right. That's what I'm going. We oh, I just released "Let Me In," which is a Buffy uh, Vampire Slayer podcast with a two super fans, myself who's never seen it at whatsoever, and a person who's seen it for the very first time with the West release favorite. Scary movie podcast people with Jess and Travis. Jess and they are so funny. They are hysterical. We got Xander, who is another super fan from our site, and it works so well. Our feedback is this: A Apple wrote me. <laughs> Apple wrote me said we we're trying thankfully not. Like, what? Yeah, I guess it's like a, a hit podcast right now. Oh, good. Yeah, and I had one fan write. And said that I'm slightly paraphrasing. Our podcast was so good it almost killed them because <laughs> oh they were God. not paying attention to the train they almost walked into. Oh, okay, yeah, don't do that. Yeah, well, I mean, hey, our podcast is deadly good. So I'm gonna plug that. It's a, it's a great podcast. I love it, and I'm gonna plug myself. I will be at Jun Con, and actually Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. But I will be giving a seminar. So oh, actually, they sold out, and they have to. They gave me better room, so it's probably not sold out right now. Uh, Saturday, I think one ish p.m. on Query Letters. If you're in Gen Con, stop by, say hi. Jim Phoenix is underneath our haunted Montreal. Must be our MTL. My bad, it's a habit now. A haunted MTL, kind of spiggle. Drop by, say hi, introduce yourself, and just welcome chat. So oh, for people who, who don't know the, the biz, query letters are basically letters you write when you're queer? Yes. Oh, yes. They're queer I need to write mine. I need it's to like write wall, mine. It's like, like Wally. You, know, you can write yours, but you have to be like a robot. Oh, okay. But for real, it's about uh, people who are writing. Trying to introduce themselves to a publisher or an agent or someone. I'm doing mostly publisher stuff. Because as we publish anthologies, which we do have an anthology coming out for bodies called Bodies for Women's Charities, and if you mm-hmm. we still hadn't done until August something, so or September, yes. whatever it is, submit, End submit, 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 yep, submit as much many times as you want, guys and ladies and everybody in between. And, yeah, I'll, however you identify to live vibe and survive, as Blues Brothers say, come on, <laughs> and submit. It's all goodness, but. I've seen so many letters in the past that were just like horrible. And they don't really teach you how to write a letter in some of the schools even. So like this no, is what they I'm don't. doing. Yeah, I'm that's a great idea. Come on by Gen Con, which is going to be this Saturday. This comes out Friday? This Saturday. So, you know, tomorrow will be Gen Con. Whew. So everybody go into Gen Con. This is where you're going to want to go. That's right. 
That's right, and that's what I'll be. And so, without any further ado, on behalf of myself, Jim Phoenix, my co-host, J.M. Brannick, and I want to say a very happy hello again to Emily. I won't say the last name. It starts with D. It starts with D. Emily. I'm going to say happy birthday, Mom. Oh, what a happy birthday, Mom. <laughs> Jeez. You should have done that one. You know what? Grandma's cookies. That's right. Good night, everyone. Bye. Good night. Bye. I hear a cat.